0: Welcome, everyone, to the Directed IRA Podcast with Matt Sorensen and Mark Kohler. We are back from a short break. It wasn't very long. I know yep. you missed us, but yep. we're back with an amazing episode. Yeah.
1: I don't know if we could call it vacation because the end of the year for us is worse than April 15th for any accountant <laughs> on the planet because so many tax strategies
0: that have to be done before year end. Retirement I'd- account deadlines. I mean, uh, uh there's so much going on. Yeah. I want to, and and there's see, a, there's it. There's some like holidays in there, like New Year's and Christmas. Yeah, I don't know like, what days those are, but they're in there. Yeah, I guess. I, they were a blur. And you know, what's funny. We call it a vacation,
1: but in Europe, that's what I want is a holiday. When people mm. in Europe take holiday, they disappear. Me, American vacation. I got my laptop by the pool. It's miserable. So mm-hmm. um, I we need a holiday, Matt. A real yeah, holiday. Sometimes. Like a holiday
0: in Spain. Like the wow. Counting Crow song. Yeah. A holiday in Spain. <laughs> Ooh,
1: yeah, I like it. All right. Well, for those of you that might be new to our show, we try to keep this interesting, fun, and a little bit of edutainment. And we are excited to talk about this cryptocurrency topic. It's huge. I mean, Matt, when you first wrote an article
0: on this, it was nuts what's, what's happened yeah. since. Yeah. 2017 is when I wrote my first article on it because I had a ton of clients asking, can I buy Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency with my IRA? And I was like, I don't know. Let me look into it. And I started researching and I got the legal rules down. And then I was like, I don't even know how to tell people to do it. So I had to go do it myself. Which turned out to be the most valuable research project I ever did because like, <laughs> I a <kept> in 2017. <laughs> I know, and, and little, yeah. And as my his partner, like he didn't include me on that project. He wasn't like, I, mean, hey, well, Mark. I didn't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. So, <laughs> for all I knew, I was like, I just chalked it up to a learning experience back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> so I, but I did, I did it with oh. my retirement account, which oh. owned an LLC. Which had a wallet that on Coinbase. We're going to walk through this throughout the show. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, since then, you know, I've, I've got a whole chapter in my book in 2018 on how to buy crypto um, with your IRA. And we've had lots of clients. I can't tell you how many clients I've talked to that have a million dollar account because they bought crypto back in the day. And um, my first video when I did it, you know, Bitcoin was 2500 a Bitcoin. Back then, and I was talking about in the video, this is crazy. Can you believe it's 2,500 per Bitcoin? And it was like 44 cents three years ago. And now it's like 30 to 40 grand per Bitcoin. So who knows? Who knows? And this is probably our time for our, you know, Mark and I are both lawyers. We're tax lawyers. Mark's also a CPA. We have our trust company directed IRA. So, uh, this is probably time for our disclaimer to say you make, you can buy it. We're going to talk about how you can do it. Whether you should do it is another question not ours, not one we're going to answer. Yeah.
1: yeah, And and one other just kind of note or disclaimer, not really disclaimer, but note, I'm grateful all of you are watching or listening. Um, And yeah, and I should point that out. For audio listeners, we are on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, but we're also recording on YouTube. You may be watching this video from our website, directedira.com. And I'm going to use the whiteboard here in a minute. As Matt starts to talk, I've been practicing my you know, paint by numbers and crayon drawings with my nieces. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, you may want to watch this on YouTube and check out the whiteboard presentation of some of these thoughts because visually it can really come together. But when you go out to Google, you have to be careful what information you trust on these types of topics. Be careful of the ebooks you could download and people that are just trying to cash in on this industry when they're not licensed as a attorney or CPA or tax advisor, nor do they own or operate a trust company or custodian. They're just out there trying to sell a cool idea. Be careful. And and I say this humbly, but I want you to feel like you're in the right spot. No other, there's no one else in the country that are tax lawyers that have sold more books on this topic, have more YouTube views and more podcast listens on bringing the self-directed IRA topic to the masses and incorporate it in your overall plan, because we don't want to just talk about self-directing crypto. You're, yeah, there's an expert out there, five or ten, but we're bringing the whole thing together. How's it fit into your trust, your retirement plan, your business, your uh, kids, your family, your hair, you know the legacy you might be leaving? So yeah. I think you'll really find this this uh, video and podcast helpful.
0: So yeah, I mean we're kind of a rare species, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean you may say we're a spotted white leopard. You could even say that, but yeah, um, that's our, that's our rock band name too. Two spotted white leopards. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) We need to go on tour. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, Matt. And I've got a good one. I got a good one. Okay. So this year, oh my gosh, this just came to me. We're doing, you'll hear more about this in the future, folks. We're going to have our two semi-annual conferences. They will be broadcast virtually. We'll see how COVID goes. We're hoping we can have one or both of them in person. Throw in a little golf tournament and some fun and some nice weather. But we'll see how it goes. The first one's in April. The second one is in October. We'll get you more details on it. And they're on our website, directedira.com. Yeah. But those workshops, man, we should call it the Two Spotted White Leopard Tour. You yeah. know, or some, you know, the, the we could do t-shirts. I think, I think so. Yeah. I think
0: we can have some cool opening acts too, you know.
1: Yeah. We could Maybe. sell passes to the ladies to come back yeah. after the show. Yeah. See, that the was totally IP inappropriate. Method, yeah. I'm sorry. I just think of, you know, I grew up in the 80s, so I'm thinking of all those rock bands. And yeah, it, it was out of control. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. I, uh, didn't <laughs> <laughs> I just always wanted to be, I wanted to, a groupie. I didn't want to be a groupie. I wanted groupies. Maybe. Yeah. How many
0: tax attorneys out there have group? This could be it. This could be that's, our breakout year. This, this is really the only way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All, right, All well, right. Let's get into this topic, though, um, and and you know we're going to mention Bitcoin. That's obviously a very popular cryptocurrency, but this could work with any crypto you want to buy out there. So it's Litecoin, Ethereum, um, Ripple, uh, Sparkle Coin for you know the Snoop Dogg. That's the Snoop Dogg endorsed crypto. I don't know if he's still behind that, but that was he was big on Sparkle Coin back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I don't I think it's backed by um, marijuana. I don't know. Um, It's not, (laughs) but no, I'm just joking. So, um, but we're going to say Bitcoin just generically here. This could be any cryptocurrency. Um, And we're just going to walk through the process on how you would do it. Some tax considerations, maybe if you're buying outside an IRA even, and then, um, and then kind of let you kind of work from there, not answer the question of whether you should, but just talk about it. If you are, here's how you can practically do it with a retirement account from a tax efficient or tax free way. Um, using your IRA or 401k funds. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to be so bold to say this.
1: If your retirement is on track and you've got a good plan and things are going well, and you can spare two grand, five grand, 10 grand, or whatever the zeros are in your equation, I'd say, I think you should consider it. You know, just, but it's throwaway money. You never know what's going to happen here. You're like, can I afford, what can I afford to lose? I think that's almost a shit. I need to. Um, Matt Sorensen and his, you know, valuable research project I wish I could have been a part of. That was, you know, hey, I got a couple thousand to burn. Let's try it out. So, okay. Now, I say we start, Matt, with – let's just start with cryptocurrency as the IRS views it now. Is that okay? Yep. Okay. And then – Yeah, start there. Yep. And then everybody will – then we'll talk about how you would self-direct it or or self-directing and then bring the two together in a climactic finale for the show. Okay, <sighs> cryptocurrency. The IRS in 2014, believe it or not, start. Okay, I've got the IRS notice right here. Notice 2014-21. They tried to be at the forefront on this because they didn't want people making money uh, in the black market and the IRS not be able to tax it. Now, I, I use the black market as a kind of a funny term. Not, it's not black market, but just kind of under the table. Cryptocurrency started to evolve. The IRS had to catch up and go, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're going to use this like real currency, we need a piece of it. So the term the IRS generally use is virtual currency. They like to use the term virtual currency. Um, And here's how, and I'm going to just say this in a nutshell. They treat virtual currency like a stock bond or mutual fund. And there's one other Aspect I'll share in two seconds, but if you're going to just buy a stock that's worth a thousand and resell it for two thousand, you have a taxable gain. And the IRS says it's the same thing for virtual currency. Whatever you buy it for, that's your basis, and whatever you sell it for, you've got a taxable gain. And if you say, "Whoa, well, whoa, well, I'm not going to sell it for U.S. dollars. I'm going to sell my Bitcoin and buy Ethereum," oh, taxable gain. Oh, well, I'm not going to sell it. I'm going to take my $1,000 of Bitcoin and pay someone for $1,000 of services. Taxable gain. Because once you use the money or sell it and you try to make... And I got to be careful on that last one. If I have $1,000 of Bitcoin, I buy that stock. That's my basis. And if I pay someone $1,500... To do services, I've got a taxable gain of $500. The thousand dollars of the, if I buy it for a thousand and then I use it like currency to pay a subcontractor to mow my lawn or something, then there's no taxable gain to me, but it's income to the person that received it. But if it's gone up in value and then I pay someone with virtual currency, that incremental gain is taxable. So yeah. before we get to this IRA thing, we've just got to be realizing that it's like a stock bond or mutual fund. Now, Matt, can mm-hmm. I add one last aspect Yeah, and I'll let you explain self-directing. There's this term called mining. And the best way to for me to think about it is literally, and I love how whoever created that word came up with it, is because think of gold. If I buy gold for a thousand and I sell it for 2000, I have a gain. If I trade that gold for something at the fair market value of higher than a 1000 I pay taxable gain. If I trade it for silver, I pay taxable gain. So that's the concept. Now, um, mining is the concept of buying computers, and it's a very technical procedure we're not going to talk about here, where these computers help break down this, this blockchain technology and these algorithms and equations, and you can actually find cryptocurrency or virtual currency through mining and you create something you create a valuable coin
0: and that coin well, you're you're approving transactions is what you're doing so you're mm-hmm. the, the mining process is verifying transactions so every cryptography ledger that mm-hmm. any cryptocurrency has the the mining activity is really more like verifying the transactions you're not creating new crypto or finding new crypto you're verifying the transactions on the ledger, and so the system agrees to pay you a fee for that. But it's a it's a process where a lot of people get into mining because they just they just buy the computers and servers that then that then actually do the work. And there's maintenance and cost of the servers and electricity and all that. Um, but but that's your, so you're kind of providing a service to the network, so that's a yeah. different type of income.
1: Yeah, and I apologize. I'm kind of dumbing this down into the point that you're going to you get paid in crypto or virtual currency for doing this service inside that blockchain. So in a sense, you're kind of, and I apologize, I tried to use the analogy of mining and I should have been careful because I know someone out there is going, you're totally wrong, Mark. I get it. I get it. But the point is, I do mining, I end up with currency. What's my basis? And so... You have to somehow figure out how much did I pay and this, these computers and electricity to create basis for this. But I now have currency. Now, that's ordinary income. At that point, I have mined some and I've earned some sort of cryptocurrency. I called it finding, but I've earned this cryptocurrency. So now I have a taxable gain of the value, the fair market value of that currency. And that's my basis. But I hold it. And it goes up in value. That's cool. When you trade it or sell it or use it, you'll pay tax on the game. Now, some of you might have to rewind and listen to that, but here's the point. <laughs> in summary, the IRS wants to tax the use of cryptocurrency, the increased value of currency. And if you mine and are paid in cryptocurrency or quote unquote find it, you get it, then you have a taxable transaction. And if you want to ever Google, and Matt's article on this is fantastic, there's a link to the IRS tax notice of 2014. Now, I'm going to set this up for Matt Sorensen by saying this. If you don't want to pay taxes on these transactions, you can avoid all of that headache by doing it inside a retirement account. Boom. That's the magic here of this.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's, that was the genesis of this, of clients calling me in 2017. These were a lot of the early adopters of crypto that made a lot of money and they bought it personally. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, well, crap, I just bought so much of this and, you know, and now it's got a significant value. I'm gonna have to pay tax when I convert it to dollars, right? They could just sit on it. The value can Mm -hmm. go up and they can just sit on it. But a lot of them are like, I kind of want to cash out a little bit. I mean, I bought it at 44 cents. It's worth 2,500. I've had a huge gain, right? Tremendous. So let me cash out, get some cash. Okay. Um, But they had to pay a lot of tax. Now they're paying long-term capital gains rates if they held it over a year. But still, that's 20% federal, you know, um, and and then you state tax depending what state you're in. So what a lot of those people said is, you know what? How can I not pay tax at all on this? Um, And the the – the easiest way to go and what we think is is the Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. So have a Roth IRA, buy the crypto. You know, when you have a Roth IRA, all the money you make, you pay no taxes, the money goes up, and when you pull the money out at retirement, there is no tax at all on the way out as you start using the cash. And so I could take money off the table too at any time. If like crypto goes up and I'm like, man, I want to cash in and sell a bunch of this to go to regular cash, you know, us dollars, fiat currency, you know, whatever you want to call it. um, You can do that. And no taxes, that cash goes back in your retirement account and your self-directed IRA. You can go buy some real estate or other assets you want, precious metals or, or, you know, publicly traded stock, whatever you're into, but it's a way more tax efficient way. And it can actually be tax free in the Roth IRA. Yeah. Love it. Now, Mm self-directing.
1: You wouldn't be listening to this podcast or on our website, watching the video or on YouTube if you didn't know a little bit about it. But for 30 seconds, I can do this in 30 seconds or less just for those newbies. And be patient, everybody. I know we've got some very, very skilled, educated people that have self-directed for years that want to talk crypto and self directing, we're going to get there. But let me just say for everybody else, if you're new to this concept, we've got other podcasts and videos you can watch in our cha- on our channel on YouTube or in the podcast history. We tried to create them in a in a format where we go from basic ABCD. So please go back and listen or watch listen to those or watch them. But what we want to do is open up a self directed brokerage account, for lack of a better word. I want to open an account that's an IRA or a 401k or a SEP or simple. I may roll money in from another retirement account, this and that's tax-free. There's no penalty or taxes to roll money from another retirement account generally into any other retirement account. And I may even do new contributions into these retirement accounts. And if I'm really thinking I'm going to convert or do whatever to get Roth money, the Roth 401k or the Roth IRA is the Cadillac of all these type of accounts. But once I get the money in that account, I could either hold that account at Merrill Lynch, or at a directed like a company like Directed IRA, a trust company that allows you to call out audibles and change the type of investment rather than the the stocks, bonds, and mutual funds Wall Street offers you. One of those might be the opportunity to structure a deal to buy cryptocurrency very affordably and very simply. So that's what self directing is. Merrill Lynch.
0: And Oppenheimer, they don't let you buy crypto. I mean, is there any of the large brokerages that do, that? There's certain trusts that are kind of like mutual funds that your IRA can buy into. Um, you have to be a high net worth individual at most of those clients or those like broker dealers. Um, so there are some ways to do it, but you're you're kind of buying into funds, and they're actually a little tricky to get into. Um, what there's you know, and there's a lot of options on how you can buy crypto, but IRA, using a self-directed IRA is the best route with an LLC, and we'll explain that. So if you want to buy like a specific crypto where you own that crypto, you have the keys to that crypto, and we're we're going to explain that's an important point. Um, You want to use a self-directed IRA and an LLC. So if your money's at Fidelity and you say, hey, Fidelity, I want to buy cryptocurrency with, with my IRA, they're going to be like, you can't do it. And it's not because IRAs can't own crypto. It's because an IRA at Fidelity is not going to let you do it. So you're just going to move your funds over to a self-directed custodian. There's 20 of them out there, 30 of them. You only need to know one directed IRA. Just come over. <laughs> and then, and it's the same thing. So you got a traditional IRA over there, roll it over to a traditional IRA at direct. You got a Roth IRA over there, roll it over to a Roth IRA at direct. You know, old 401k, roll it over to a traditional IRA, whatever. Now that your cash is here and you're going to say, all right, I want to invest and buy crypto. The best way to do it is using an LLC. That's what we recommend what's in my article and in my book, and we'll break down here. So step one, though, is get to a self-directed IRA if you don't have one. Get your money from Wall Street, you know, as Mark mentioned, where you got the stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, over to a self-directed custodian who will be like, you want to buy crypto, you want to buy real estate, you want to invest in a startup or do private lending. All those investments are cool with the self-directed IRA. Okay. Now, I'm going to start,
1: Corey. uh, My producer did two things. He's turned on my whiteboard so I can start using the whiteboard, and
0: he brought me a cold... Ooh! Oh, how did that sound? Rockstar. Cool. Ben, that's you are right. you are I, certainly a member of Two Spotted White Leopards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're drinking a rockstar, so obvious. <laughs> I, I should be. We should be on tour.
1: Taurine, electrolytes, B vitamins, 10 calories. I mean, this stuff could not be more healthy. It is good for you. The doctor says I can have one a day. Ah, all right. Now, that's the Lemonade Restore. That's what we want. That's that's the recovery, restore, sorry. That's the recovery. All right. So step one is we want to set up, forgive me, everybody. This is my finger here on a whiteboard on an Apple iPad. We're going to set up the directed IRA account. So I'm going to put D-I-R-A. Now, this could actually be a solo 401k. It could be a simple, an HSA, a SEP, a covered L IRA for college, Any of those are sometimes what we call a CEDERP, a self-directed retirement plan, a CEDERP. So you've got to set up that account. And of course, in our links and everything, Directed IRA is a very affordable place to do it. You can do it in the middle of the night, set up your new account right online. Then you have ways to get money in there. You could roll money over from another account. You could put in new contributions and you're off to the races. Now, once you have that new account and the goal is now for some of you out there, you're like, guys, this is too basic. Now, let's take it to let's take it to the next level. So, Matt, I want to do cryptocurrency. Now that I have this new account up, I've got some money in there. I rolled it over.
0: Um, Yeah. What next? Okay. Now, step two is we are going to set up an LLC. That LLC is going to be 100% owned by your account. So you don't own this new LLC, you're going to be manager of it. And we have a whole podcast on the IRA LLC or checkbook IRA, which, you know, you go back and watch that, but just, you know, follow us here for purposes of crypto. See the key when you buy crypto, one of the first steps you're going to have is you have to link a bank account to a wallet or a place where there's going to be an exchange where you're going to say, Hey, ACH, my bank account of us dollars in exchange for whatever crypto you want to buy. Let's say Bitcoin. So like Coinbase, for example, would be a company you may use or Kraken or bittrix or ItBit or any of these providers where you can basically have a, a wallet and exchange are places you would go. So I'm going to have my bank account for the LLC. So my IRA is going to invest cash into the LLC, which will have an LLC business checking account. That LLC business checking account is now going to be linked to where your wallet is or and or where you're going to exchange for crypto. Because you're going to trade, like I said, these dollars from your bank account for the crypto. And when you want to sell, it links back the same way. I want to sell my crypto for dollars because it's gone up and I want to you know take some of my gain off the table here. Then that's going to go back into US dollars in your bank account. So many of you that bought crypto personally, it's the same thing where you've got your personal bank account maybe linked to your wallet or and or exchange. But here we've got it linked to your LLC business checking account that is owned by your IRA. So the first purpose of the LLC really is, and why we like it for crypto is, we want a bank account unique to your crypto. This is your LLC bank account. You're the manager of it. You have 100% control of it. Um, It is linked to your crypto wallet, and you get what are called the private keys, okay? Okay. See, when you buy crypto... Okay, go ahead. you want me to wait on the private keys conversation? Yes. Hold on to private
1: keys. I'm going to just summarize here a little bit. We've got step one, open up account. And by the way, this whiteboard's looking good, Matt. I got my pen working here. All right. Step two is the LLC setup. I would say step three is to move the money from the custodian or trust company. And our team helps you do that quite quickly. Step three, you move the money into the LLC. Then the LLC opens a bank account and the money really goes into that bank account from your trust company or custodian. Then once that's up, you have a tax ID number for the EIN, which allows you to go open up this Coinbase or wallet account. And that account references the routing number and the bank account number and... Um, for the llc because the money's got to go into the wallet and out from the wallet and that's what coinbase wants they want to be able to have a very seamless way of money going in and then when you want to convert it back to dollars or whatever you're going to do that coinbase needs that a bank account set up
0: yeah and it doesn't now, need I, to be coinbase by the way you can use other companies yes um would be the biggest now i will say with coinbase just because we've mentioned it and it is a popular one they are the most difficult to set up a crypto wallet for with an llc They basically treat you when you want to use an LLC to link to a crypto wallet on Coinbase. They treat you like you're a hedge fund. They want all these documents and all these forms. And who are the Mm. investors in this LLC? It's like, it's just me or my IRA. So for many of you that have done crypto with Coinbase just personally, it's easy. But they have a whole different process. They used to push you to Gemini Trust, which is actually where I did mine back in the day. But I'm just saying it's a little more documentation process to use Coinbase. So a lot of people have used other places like Kraken and Itbit and Binance and some of these other places for LLCs. I am I mean, between all of them, I don't know. Like, like I said, I've used Coinbase Gemini, um, but it was a different process back then. I'm just saying right now out there, be prepared for some forms and stuff you got to do online at Coinbase when doing an LLC. Okay.
1: Now I want to give, before we go a little further, Matt, if it's okay with you, I want to um mentioned two strategies to keep in mind one that's a fun strategy here let's say you have a roth ira and you're like it's i'm and it, well, and you're like and i also have some traditional ira money or you have no roth ira at all but over in your traditional account there might be $5000 in your traditional ira now when you convert it to roth you pay tax on that $5,000. Now, there, it can be a little technical on you know, what, how that 5000 got there and some things like that. But in general concept, whenever you convert from traditional to Roth, you're going to pay tax on the value of those dollars you convert to Roth. Now, in the long run, as you'll hear on, on all of our podcasts and in our writings and in our books, we are a firm believer that in the long run, the Roth is going to win every time. Because you, once you pay that conversion, you'll never pay tax again. It's just gone. So that's a really, really good thing. Now, let's just say you go, well, I'm going to buy crypto. And if it does well, I'll convert it to Roth. <laughs> Slow down, Tiger. Because if it goes well, you have to convert it at fair market value dollars after it goes up in value. So one, yeah. of, the key, one of the key strategies we like to talk about is if that $5,000 in a traditional, rip the band off now convert it to Roth back in step one, do a conversion. And here in the diagram, you can see this little Roth conversion. You might want to run over there and take a week, go through the conversion process, get it into a Roth. Now, any upside with the crypto, completely tax-free. Where with the traditional, you'd either have to convert it to Roth later or pay taxes on the way out. Anything you want to add to on that strategy, Matt?
0: No. Yeah. That's, that's very wise long-term. Now, of course you could convert at 5,000 and the crypto goes down to a thousand. And now you're like, ah, crap, you know, I paid back on a higher amount so it could yeah. go the other way of course. And so you're counting on it. I mean, that's the speculation part of this obviously in doing crypto and it's speculative. Um, but from a strategic standpoint, long-term, if you truly believe in the long-term value increasing, um, the Roth conversion is kind of a genius move. Um, all right. Let me talk a couple of p- components of the LLC that are important. So okay. I mentioned that you're the manager of the LLC. So this is a single member LLC. There's no tax return required with the IRS. It flows down to the IRA. Um, any taxable income just flows down to the IRA. Which remember, the IRA doesn't pay tax on crypto investing when you're buying and selling it and making gains. You know, if you're mining with the IRA or I- IRA LLC, that's considered ordinary income from your for your IRA, and you have to let's pay come back to that. Money. Yeah, let's come okay. back to that. Okay. So, we're
1: we're in this LLC, I'm the manager, and I'm not paying any tax. Now, this is important everybody, whether you're a Roth or traditional, you're not paying any tax on all this trading right. back and forth between crypto and this and that. No tax as long as the all the trading you're doing is inside that LLC. But if it's traditional IRA money when you retire, you will pay tax on the way out. Yep. Okay. Well, that's just what else the regular, about the
0: manager? Or, what, you wanted to say, so more about say you don't the get to pay yourself a salary or anything yep. like that. There's no compensation. Remember, we have a whole episode on that. I got a chapter in my book on the IRA LLC, sometimes called Checkbook IRA. Um, but we're really using it for crypto here because we need the LLC's bank account. Okay. You just need an LLC business checking account that you get with when you set up the LLC. Our law firm does the LLC setups, and you can, of course, do an account with directed IRA for the retirement account. And it's, so it's those two pieces. You have your self-directed IRA, directed IRA does, um, and then your LLC, which KQS Lawyers our law firm will set up. Okay. Now and it's- this is separate from your personal LLC too, I'll say. If you're like, well, I already have an LLC. Let's just invest into that. No, that's your LLC that goes on your tax return that has your other assets and stuff in it. This is a okay. separate LLC that your IRA will own.
1: Yeah. And on that note, everybody, go back to the whiteboard. Let's just quickly, as Matt brings that up, talk about the trifecta. Over here might be your day job and you could have a 401k at work. Can you still have a Roth IRA on the side? Yes. Don't anybody tell you, let anybody tell you that, oh, well, you have a 401k at work or you make too much money. You can't do a Roth. Yes, you can. Some of you are going, hold it. Mark Kohler, Matt Sorensen, they're idiots. They're wrong. My accountant I've trust for years told me I couldn't do it because I make too much money. They're wrong. You just go out and do a little bit of research on Google and YouTube and type three words in there, backdoor Roth. Matt and I have articles and videos more than almost anyone else out there. Learn about the backdoor Roth. So you may have a day job with a W-2, creating a 401k, totally separate. Then you might have an S-Corp or an LLC or a side hustle or a side gig, topics we talk about on our Main Street Business Podcast every week. But over here on this side, you're going to have two worlds, your pre-tax world or non-tax world, and then you have your post-tax world. Now, your post-tax world is your LLC that's owned by your trust that you might own a rental property in. Your kids go to college in it. Your your mom lives in it. You have rental properties in three states. You have two LLCs. I don't care. That's your after-tax real estate professional strategy that we write and talk about all day long, too. See, this is how we love to bring the whole picture together. Your trust may own your personal residence. That's cool. But right here in this quadrant is your self-directed strategy. So you might have a Roth, your spouse's Roth, your kid's Roth, your mom's Roth, your dad's Roth. And this could be a part of an LLC that we just talked about that buys crypto. So see where this fits in the overall picture? So when Matt says, remember, this is not the LLC paying for your cell phone or your annual meeting. That's because it's in this pre-tax world or no-tax world. Over here, we want to write off everything under the sun that's legitimate. So remember, that's where we're at. So this little LLC that I'll put in red, this is our LLC That we want to remember is the same LLC that's over here. All right, Matt, keep going. Thanks, bud. All right,
0: let me digress. All right, let's talk about the private keys. This is an important part. There are some providers out there where you can buy crypto in a self-directed IRA directly. okay? Okay, watch out on the fees; they're pretty pricey. But what happens in those with those companies is. They're basically buying crypto in a master account for all their customers. And then you have an account that owns a little piece of the whole master account based on how much crypto you want to buy. So they'll basically buy it on your behalf and hold it. Now, when you buy crypto that way, and that's okay. I mean, I'm not, that's, we've thought about doing it ourselves that way. The one drawback, I think, from a customer standpoint is the keys. A lot of crypto clients like crypto because it's not associated with a government entity. The technology is, is pure in the sense that, you know, you can't inflate crypto or anything like that. Like we've seen with currency like crazy this year. Um, and all the governments you know, that are been bailing out with stimulus because of COVID. So um, they, they feel like crypto is just a mere, more pure currency because it's a limited amount of crypto on the blockchain. well, The only way you can exchange the crypto that you own is using a private key. Okay. So when you get crypto, one of the, the, really the kind of like having the cash itself, like the key is what you enable to move the crypto to exchange it with someone else. If you don't have the keys, that crypto is worthless. Okay. So if you lose those keys or if your provider, whoever you're using, you have a hard time getting access to those keys, you're stuck. You can't sell the crypto. And there's, I mean, Google people, I mean, that's Sorry, we keep telling people to Google stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Go to ask Jeeves. All right. And search <laughs> on Ask Jeeves or whatever, or Bing, I, mean, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's so many people that have bought crypto that have lost their keys. Mm. Okay. It's like forgetting your password. All right. You are done. That crypto yeah. is gone. I don't care if it's tens of millions of dollars. There is zero recourse. There is no one you can go to to say, but it was mine. Okay, yeah. well, where's your keys? Okay, this is like the secret bank code when you go to the Swiss bank account that they show in the movies. If you don't get the right numbers right, then this numbered account or whatever, it ain't yours. Yeah. Okay? I so like to think of it like a cashier's check.
1: Yeah, it's like a cashier's check that you drop on the sidewalk. It's as good as cash. And if, if yep. you lose it or forget it, it's just gone. Um.
0: So now on the keys, if you don't mind, the reason yeah. I like it in the LLC, there's two 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 reasons why. The first is um, you're in control. So you as the owner have the full responsibility and the authority with the keys, okay? Because it's in the LLC that you're the manager of, you're the one that gets the keys. Your IRA custodian doesn't even have them. They can't lose them. They can't get them stolen from them and your crypto disappears, yeah. all right? That's one reason I like the keys. The second the reason is, Yeah, using the LLC because you get the keys. The second reason um, I like the LLC is because of the keys as well, is you can have what's called like online storage of your keys or offline storage. Sometimes people call it cold storage. So when you have keys like Coinbase, for example, a lot of people just store their keys with Coinbase. It's online, it's in Coinbase's cloud. And as long as they don't get hacked or lose it, you're cool, you know? But if they do and they lose your keys, your crypto's gone. Okay, so some people like to use an offline hardware device, which is basically a USB thumb drive to store their keys. So they put it into their computer when they're going to use the crypto buy or sell and they pull it out when they're done. So it's not on the Web. It can't be stolen. Those keys are offline in a hardware device. Now, that actual hardware device, you as the manager of the LLC could hold and have and the LLC would pay for that that device there's a number of companies out there that have them but this is like the offline cold storage basically that you physically hold those keys that can transfer that crypto that the llc has which is actually owned by your ira oh, i love it matt you're so smart
1: <laughs> now well matt and That'll I compl- <laughs> well and here's where matt and i compliment each other too because i like to be big picture person too and let's talk about another strategy as you can see on the whiteboard right now Matt's example involved a SDIRP, a self-directed retirement plan, opening an LLC that it owned 100%. Well, let's say you've got your spouse, your kids, a friend, and you go, you know what? Let's do this together. Well, rather than open two Coinbase accounts or five Coinbase accounts and try to handle everybody's transactions in the family, you can set up what I've indicated down here, a multi-member LLC. Not a single member LLC, as I indicate there. So, in a multi member LLC, you go, Well, why don't we get our five family members? Now, it has to be pro rata. You can't say, Oh, well, I'm going to give myself 80% ownership, but I'm only going to put in 20% of the money. Nope, it's got to be pro rata. So, everybody puts their money on the table and you add it up and then divide it by each contribution. So, if you have $100 on the table and I put in $30, then I get 30% of the pie. So, you can create an LLC, and this is what our law firm's been doing for over 15 years. We're, we're, we like to claim we're one of the first in law firms to do it, and we've done more than anyone else, we hope. We think so. <laughs> but you can work with one of our tax attorneys and go, okay, I need an LLC, and I'm going to put mom's uh, HSA in here, my kid's Coverdell IRA, uh, my old 401k that's now in a traditional, and my spouse's Roth. Okay, Cool. So you get a multiple types of retirement accounts with differing, varying amounts of dollars. Create the LLC, and boom—that is what funds the bank account right here. So now we could have two or three partners, and you could fund the bank account and get to work on crypto. And if you, after a year, you go, "Nah, I've had enough of crypto." Well, keep the LLC. Do something else with it. Buy some real estate, buy, do a note, do but invest in a small business. So this LLC isn't just restricted to cryptocurrency, it's just a platform. It's your own family platform to pool money and buy crypto or anything else.
0: Yeah. You like that? There you go. Lots of options. Um, I'll just give a maybe another tip or two then I um that I just had. Um, one is, and, and we've said Coinbase a couple of times, remember it could be another provider. I'm saying Coinbase is kind of the hardest with an IRA LLC in many ways, but they are a big provider and you can get it done. I thought, so that's who I've used. Um, but it's became a little more popular to use other providers, um, for LLCs in particular, um, or company accounts when doing crypto. The other note I would make, this is just get on the practical side is, um, If you already own crypto, and a lot of people who do it with their IRA already have done crypto personally, um, make sure you're doing a totally separate account. If you already Mm -hmm. have, like, let's say a Coinbase account or somewhere else, do not log into that same account and just open up another bank account that you attach that you try to keep separate. What's going to happen is Coinbase is going to send tax reporting to your social. You do not want that. Okay. They're going to basically, Coinbase thinks this is just an LLC you own. So they're going to send all the tax reporting to the IRS is if you made all this money when it's your IRA. So make sure you set up a separate account or wallet based who you're using. If you're using a wallet or exchange or and, or then you'll set up a separate account there. You know, it can, you can be the individual that they verify the account so they can know your social. They have to do that for know your customer anti money laundering rules. They need to verify who's the underlying owner of this IRA, which can be you, but The account should be in the name of the LLC and the tax ID of the LLC is what should be used for tax reporting purposes um, with the wallet or exchange that you're utilizing.
1: Yeah. Now I want to throw out another tip. I love this because Matt and I can be thinking about other little tips and strategies I think all of you need to hear while we're doing this. Let's look at the big picture as well. A lot of people say, well, how's my trust interplay with all this? Well, your trust is the beneficiary of your Roth IRAs, your traditional IRAs, your 401k. So I want to make sure that your trust is the foundation of this overall structure. Because some people say, well, what happens if I die? When I have all this cryptocurrency, could be millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in my traditional or Roth IRA, what happens? Well, you go back to the IRA. What does it own? Oh, it owns an LLC that owns crypto, that hasn't been sold yet. There's a built-in gain in there. Oh, but but you just died. There may be a stepped-up basis on the assets of this account so that now no one pays tax on that. And if it's in a Roth, they're not going to pay tax anyway. So whoever the beneficiary is of your IRA, they inherit the LLC that owns the crypto. And then, so, now I don't want to imply that you don't have what's called income in respect of a decedent. If you have a traditional IRA and you die, you don't get a stepped-up basis on that. But if you had cryptocurrency in your own name, you would get stepped-up basis on that, and your family would not pay taxes when they sell it. But inside a traditional IRA, if you didn't convert it to Roth, your family's going to inherit the crypto, and when they sell it, they're going to pay what's called income in respect of a decedent, because you never paid the tax, the family has to. Now, who should you make the beneficiary? Maybe your spouse, maybe your trust, because your kids are too young right now. And we don't want to drop a million dollars into a kid's lap and create another, you know, Lindsay Lohan running around out in there. Now, and by the way, I love Lindsay. I have so much sympathy for child actors and actresses. Being one myself, um, it was a, lo- a long time to come back from that. It was very, very difficult. Um, yeah. But, you know, when I was in that life commercial at age three, it was all downhill from there. So,
0: yeah, obviously. I mean, take yeah. a look at me now, everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, but, but that's where okay. your trust fits into this too. So, you want to think, where's my next generation? Where's my legacy? Because you're not going to maybe be able to spend all this money if it goes off the chart. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Well, let me say – uh, there's a lot to learn about crypto in general, which crypto to buy. You know, Bitcoin is a brand, but there's other crypto that have better technology. Um, is, you know, and so there's so much to learn about crypto. There's certain cryptos that are backed by assets. Um, there's just a lot out there. So what I would say for anyone wanting to invest is get educated. Hopefully this gives you a framework of knowing how you could do it with an IRA, why maybe a Roth IRA would be the most tax-efficient way to do it. Um, for those of you that are concerned about taxes and want to build a, you know, a, a tax-free store of wealth that you can live on in retirement, uh, we of course love the Roth IRA. But um, follow those steps. Make sure you keep it separate from any personal funds you have, or personal bank accounts, or personal crypto accounts. Keep these IRA, this IRA money separate in the IRA LLC. And um, just, I would say again, I think I said at the beginning. Should you buy crypto? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. I, have, yeah. I have no idea. It's such a hard question. I, in some ways, I could be like, next year we're like, yeah, it's back down to ten thousand, or it's a dollar per Bitcoin, or you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, there's some people saying, no, oh, it's going to go, it's going to ten X what it is and be worth four hundred thousand per Bitcoin. I mean, nobody really knows. It's kind of the perception of the people into what they want to put into this and trust it for. So, um, so, anyways, just I'm just trying to say, proceed with caution. We think yeah. it's an interesting, cool topic. We want to get to the nuts and bolts on how to actually do it. You decide on whether to do it and how much. Yeah.
1: And one last thing, if I may, my parting comment would be um, step four. Step four um, is, well, actually, step four was when you put the money from the bank account into Coinbase. Let's put that step four up here. Step four. So what I guess I want to talk about is step five. A lot of people say, okay, well, I made the money. Now, how do I get it out? And there's a few cautionary points here. You never want to take money from the Coinbase account to yourself personally, or you don't want to take the money from the LLC. Well, you're like, well, my LLC is non-taxable anyway. I'm just going to take the money whenever I want. No, you have to follow protocol. Remember that Coinbase account is not yours. That LLC is not yours. It's your IRAs or whatever SIDERP you used. So the money's got to go back to the retirement account. Then you take your distribution. So as you see in this diagram here, the final step, step five, is the payout, which could be at retirement. Or you may say, well, freak, I'll pay the 10% penalty and some tax. I don't care because this thing hit a home run. I need the money sooner. You can do that. You can take retirement account money before you're 59 and a half. You just have to look at the penalty or tax consequences. So just step five is taking the money, but always go back the same way you came in. Coinbase to LLC, LLC to retirement account, and then back to you. Because you need to have the proper forms issued by the custodian or trust company to make sure the IRS knows what the heck happened.
0: That's how you launder money. All right. Okay. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a new season of Ozark is coming out, I believe too. So you can (laughs) learn more on the next season of Ozark on Netflix. (laughs) Uh, So thanks everyone though, for hanging in there on this topic. We think it's interesting. Of course, it's gotten a lot of of news lately. And if you're like, man, I didn't even know about self-directed IRAs when I stumbled in this, go back to episode one, where we talk about what is a self-directed IRA. And we've sequentially added episodes in on where we think it's best to learn so you can go start going one two three and just kind of go through the podcast that way if you like the show please give it a like share it thumbs up five stars wherever however you're listening whatever medium um just say that mark and i are pretty cool and we yeah we'll feel great um and and now now you can say you've seen two
1: spotted white leopards yeah yep all in the same spot.
0: Yep, we're <laughs> going to get a merch. We're going to get a merch uh, section up on our website. You can buy some merch for Two yep. spotted the White Leopard.
1: Oh, and if any of you have questions, we do an open forum show about every three episodes. Get over to directedira.com backslash podcast. You'll see it right there on the main website, a link to it. Get to the podcast page, and there's a, a, a spot there you can type in your questions. And we'd love you to listen out for the regular uh, open forum show. And we have a newsletter every week that'll let you know when the upcoming open forum show as well. See you everybody. Yeah.
0: Thanks.